know just what to do Cause I'm a bad motherfucker What's up? What's going on? What's happening? What's happening? <clears throat> oh, throat was a little dry. Y'all rather deal with it. <coughs> That's not weed in the background. Um, <laughs> it is not a weed cough. But at any rate, y'all already know how I'm rocking. I'm up to no good in your hood, slinging big wood. You would if you could. I do because you don't. I will because you won't. It's your boy, Uncle Boss, a.k.a. the number one. IT Smasher, and I'm back with another episode of Sucker Free Boss Talk Radio. Now, this guest I have today, we, he's, he's quite common around here. Y'all, y'all know who he is. Uh, he, he's the king of some sorts. <laughs> All around great guy. I mean, his head just big, but we deal with that shit. <laughs> his head big. He kind of ugly. He low key ugly, but he makes that shit work for him. Tell him who he is, fam. Yes, sir. Celery Guru King Mozzie in the building. Sucker free. <laughs> so That's you, what I like to live by. <laughs> yeah, his sucker free. Okay. Damn right. <laughs> what you been up to, man? Shit, just working. You know what I'm saying? And uh, still promoting heavy. Still advertising heavy. Still doing some dope interviews. Okay. Okay. I mean, like, shit, the motion never stops with you or whatever. Every time I look up, you got something popping up a new flyer, a new interview. Mm hmm. That consistency, man. How hard has it been to keep that momentum right there going? Very hard. <laughs> Very hard because, you know, you got to keep going for, for what you're trying to do. You know, and starting something, you got a whole lot of ideas of how you want to run things and how you want to, you know, uh, let your end game be. What is your end game? A lot of people, they start things and don't know what an end game is, but... Consistency, man, is uh, is, is uh, everybody think it look easy, but I think a lot of people know that it's not easy. That's why they stop. Well, shit, man. Outside looking in at you, man, it, it seems fairly easy for you, man. Or either your determination is just that high. Shit, it be hard as hell. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's for damn sure. It be hard as hell. You know, just trying to make sure you getting. You know how hard it is to draw people in to do interviews, especially like when you hitting up these celebrities. Have you ever thought, you know, well, why should they be on the platform? You know what I'm saying? And uh, shit, every time I reach out to one, I just be like, you know, try to get them a good reason why they should come on the platform. And uh, so far for three years, man, this shit been working. Yeah, I mean, shit, you've been selling it, man. I mean, hell, it, it, it's not too more many celebrities for you to tackle, motherfucker. It's a, it's a lot more. It's a lot <laughs> more. No, no, you have. I'm on yes. It's you, definitely a lot you more. You heard it here first. He's on yes. Yeah. It, it, yeah, I mean, shit, man. Um, like, who else is on the list, or, or who should we look forward to? Uh, well, at the top of the year, I still got a. I ran into a partner, um, originally from North Carolina, and then uh, you know he kind of been watching the podcast, and you know um, he like yo, you know this cat would be good to because he has a podcast. 
But like you know He's older So he's at a point where He don't want to do it too much Like he don't like doing things You know uh, Back to back Like let's say you have An interview today mm-hmm. And then next week You got an interview You know what I'm saying He want to do his Like twice a month Okay okay. You know so he has A whole list of people That he want to pass down to me uh, You know And I, th- I just think It's kind of like a Kind of like passing the torch a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Let me get my shine on and trying to step in and lend a hand is what I look at it like, you know. But um, he got people on that list, man. Kid and plays on that list. Uh, he has, um, it's a lot, it's too many names. He, you know, he gave me the rundown, but um, I met that cat. So, you know, uh, it's going to be a couple of more people that you should look for coming in uh, January 2024. You know, uh, Lorenz Tate. Oh. Um, I still have, um, you know, Cube, son. You know, um, uh, I forgot his name. I can't oh, think his name. Neither. Oh, shit. O'Shea, O'Shea. O'Shea. Yeah. O'Shea Jackson Jr. Yeah, you can look for him on the, uh, the podcast. Um, man, you never know who I might have up there. I bet that I, um, I so, know the big one they want to know about. Oh, yeah, yeah, most definitely. Everybody <laughs> going to tune into that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, uh, man. that's, that's crazy. Well, here we go, man. Yeah, we can't we can't dismiss that people love controversy. People love some form of controversy. We kind of thrive off of it, and then we ain't heard from Brody in a minute. But now I'm starting to realize that our Kelly fans never stop loving. Him. Nah, look here, man. I, I, I've said it before on one of our shows we did. I think I was talking it's, about Bobby. It's, it's not no man. Shut up about Bobby. Brown. <laughs> I'm about sick of you and Bobby Brown. <laughs> I said it like this, man. I mean, hey, I don't, I, I don't rock with what Robert did, man. I'm not, I'm not gonna fault R. Kelly for what Robert did. Robert did that shit, man. R. Kelly just did ain't do shit with Mason Babies and beautiful music. You know what, my nigga? He, uh... <laughs> <laughs> my nigga. Yeah, he, he actually, you know, had help though, you know, and bringing guests on my show now. I'm asking them about. R. Kelly, you know what I'm saying? Because how many people, you know, you go off a trend. Hey, R. Kelly just got locked up for this. Mm. And then what happens after that? People run with that. You know what I'm saying? And people get their own, you know, perception of someone. And really, a lot, a lot of people, when you go back and look at the comments, they're like, listen, we too long of a, it's too, too much time for the crime. You got older people saying they got older people saying that he's, you know, he should come home, you know. Uh, maybe he should come home. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what's going on around there on those parts as far as that. Do you want him but, to come home? I mean, what is he going to do when he get home? That's the thing, man. You don't think that he would get out and go right to the studio? He, and He can, but can you come back and be R. Kelly? That's I think the, I think he challenge. I think he would damn sure try. Would you think he'll still be rich uh, if he got out right now? For, he's rich now, bro. He's rich now. There's some assets somewhere sitting up for that man. He's oh. rich now. He ain't gonna have to hit the streets and some, come on, man. You don't amass that type of fame and not have something set somewhere. And then even too, as soon as he hits the with inter, when he hits the streets, interviews and shows want to book him. He's gonna he's gonna make money. He's gonna generate money. You gonna have to pay to talk to him. Do you think a promoter would promote R. Kelly? If he if he got out, do you think they would promote a? Yeah, the man could go do a concert. You know how many aunties would be out there, boy. And I'd just be in the midst of it. Seems like when this man come home, they're gonna love him even more. Ah, uh, it's gonna take time. He's gonna have to reintegrate himself because I mean he 
far as shows and concerts and stuff, I don't think he should jump off the porch that fast because there's still some people that kind of. So what you think he should do? Podcast? He's going to have to get himself back out there. He, he I mean, just like that. Last, he's going to have to drop a gospel album like he did that one time. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it just, you know. I, I I just think the total opposite, bro. I think that he can jump right back into where he Why left off at. Why would you just jump where you you? It's not the same time. It's not the same year. R and B ain't even. It's not even that popular. It's not the same deal from when he went in. So R Kelly would absolutely have to do a lot of stuff for his core fans because these new fans are not going to really accept him like that. They don't even know that that's part of the reason why you little ugly motherfuckers are here. <laughs> Wow, well, I guess so. I guess so. Shout out to Kelly, man. If, if the, I mean, I ain't gonna say he ain't gonna come out and be famous. He's already famous. He's a, he's a pop icon, man. He's, this is pop culture. He's an icon. He's the king of R and B for Christ's sakes. But you're not gonna have the same fame because you're not gonna get the same acceptance everywhere. So you okay? So you don't think he had the same fame? Nah, but will he be prosperous and rich and, and everything? Yeah, of course, man. Who's not going to want a piece of that R. Kelly train? Shout out to Kells. Shout out to Kells, man. This Kells, where are our throwbacks? Give him one, man. Man, shit. Why, why would I give him one, man? He ain't out. <laughs> <laughs> That's for all the songs that he did make before he went in there. Shout out all to the Kale. songs that I clap cheeks to, man. You know, shout out to Kells, man. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. He made that cheek, that cheek clapping music. You know what I'm saying? That's that wee wee hours where you give a, your wee wee powers. Yeah. <laughs> so I gotta have that. No doubt. That's what it do. So that I'm. How you think? How you think the interview is gonna go for you? Well, the interview is set up in different segments, so. It's not going to be like a, you know. Um, I wouldn't give the people too much. Maybe yeah, a full it, interview. Man. It's not going to be like a full interview. It's, after it's done, it's going to be a full interview. But um, it's just going to be a compilation of you having time to, to talk with the man. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. It's going to shock the world, though. You got your questions set, or you just going to come off the top of the door? Well, yeah, you know, y'all have to wait and see. <laughs> <laughs> y'all got to wait and see, you know. See how I attack the situation. I know a lot of people is wondering, like, how do I, yeah, how am I gonna attack the situation? Yeah, that nigga, when you was making that song like my Jeep, man, how <laughs> fat was that bitch's ass? <laughs> that yeah. she reminded you of a Jeep. Yeah. Oh, Kelly made the first song about a BBL. <laughs> yeah. It's a, you know what? It's a lot of questions that I want to ask him. So I know a lot of people probably saying, "Oh, this interview is just probably about the shit that he did." Nah, man. Nah. It's more than the shit he did. It's R. Kelly's a fucking icon. Yeah, I'm taking a full advantage. Mm-hmm. I'm taking full advantage. If y'all want to know, I'm taking full advantage because I have to, because I need to ask questions. Hey, man, I grew up off you. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Facts. Yeah, I mean, what's the deal? Why did you leave public announcement? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> what, what what happened with that? Like, to where you became R. Kelly? Because you wasn't, you was Kelly, but you weren't Kelly when you was with, I mean, you was a lead singer. Was he was a lead singer he for was, Public Announcement? I believe he was the lead singer. Yeah. I think it was called R. Kelly and Public Announcement. Damn. <laughs> so he didn't, so he didn't leave, well, he kind of like just said, well, I, I mean, can just do this never, on my own. You never know what the deal was, man. I mean, like, they, they still might have been behind the scene. Maybe they fell back, like, we don't want to be Public Announcement no more. We want to fall back and do this. 
Yeah. So you never know, man. I mean, we won't know until we get there from the horse's mouth. Yeah. Yeah, bet, bet. Well, I know we're all looking forward to that interview or whatever uh, coming from your end. Um, like, even stuff like you've interviewed people like Charleston White. Do you still get momentum off of that right there? Hell yeah, I do. <laughs> I can post a Charleston White interview right now and it'll get easily, it'll get over 10K views. So even sitting in there with that man, what what was that energy like as far as that go? To me, it was the energy was fun to me. It, it was his first time being in Fayetteville. He showed up with guns and boxing. It was like five, six of them niggas <laughs> with big ass AKs, you know. Uh, of course. And um, you know, at the time, I ain't even know that was Michael Williams Sr. I ain't even know it was him. Oh, okay. You know, so that's how like. I even met them because they remember me from interviewing Charleston but the, the energy was he had good energy he was happy when he came in so and and the fact that he knew about the platform and he just found out that day you know everybody don't like I just want everybody to know that when that paperwork came across my desk with me supposed to be interviewing Charleston all of that shit happened in one day okay. at the top of the morning at like 8 o'clock in the morning <laughs> and by 7 and by 7 p.m. I was interviewing him so what people figure you had been playing that or something? Yeah, they they don't even know it was just one day. Mm. All the other podcasters was was denying the interview. Oh, we don't have snitches on our show. All this crazy stuff. So like, yeah, that's 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 even a good subject right there. You know, I mean, like it it was a touchy subject, especially when it came around here. We don't have snitches on our show. Mm-hmm. How selective do you have to be when you do an interview? Okay, so like, it don't matter if they're a snitch or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, I really don't think it matters, man. I think like everybody deserves a shot to tell their own story. It don't matter, if, you know, if you a snitch. I mean, I don't think it will hurt my brand. Okay, I don't think it will hurt the platform because this person is coming up here saying, "Hey, man, you know," and we known that you ratted out somebody. I mean, that's your issue with them people. <laughs> I don't see how it would affect, you know, the fact that I'm interviewing you on the show. So why do you think a lot of people turn down that interview? Because that, that, to be honest with you, that's really like a almost a golden opportunity to talk to that dude. They own egos. They so caught up in, <laughs> they so caught up in listening to what other people say. Like man, I wouldn't even bring him on the show. He a, he a damn snitch. Did he snitch on you? Did he snitch on anybody you know? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So like, nigga, and how do you even know he a snitch? You know what I'm saying? Do, do he got paperwork on him? Like you got to go through a whole. In the people in prison, they tell you, nigga. You got to go through a whole process of knowing if somebody read it. Yeah, yeah, that paperwork will speak volumes. Yeah. So once you have that, now you can say, okay, this nigga's a rat. But but still, him coming on your show, how's that affecting affect you your brand? Yeah. If you built your brand up to to his highest capabilities, I mean, yeah. he don't have anything to rat on you about. Exactly. You asking the questions, and then like shit, you giving. Us inside information Like hell what, what the hell is this snitch Thinking about If that's the case Well Here's the first thing And I'm glad that you asked me that You said How hard is it To, to be selective right Yeah Okay You gotta think about it like this If you come You you turning down the interview But who's the interview for Is it for you Or is your interview Is for your audience So they can know What's going on With this thing Hopefully uh, I mean Yeah do it for you Cause you have a passion But hopefully you're Produce material for your audience. That's whatever. the one. 
I mean, that should be the grand scheme of things. Like, exactly. I'm going to do this shit right here because I have a passion for it. And, yeah, I, I'm always going to try to do this. So when you say but you're not having really it. for the audience. Like, somebody somebody might want to know what you're thinking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so it's like if you don't do the interview, you didn't do the interview because you didn't want to do the interview. You said, fuck your audience. Fuck your core fans that want to see this nigga on your show because now they know your show growing. That's true. That's true. So you kind of stunt your emotion being select. Well, be selective to a fault. Yeah. And I missed the meal ticket with Charles and White while I was interviewing him. Oh, oh yeah. I do remember that. You know, I'm, I and you know what? The fact of the matter is that I was so selective of how I treat people shit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like if that was not my building, that was Vic Frost's building. When Charleston White got up on off the table and stood up, I was supposed to have stand up, stood up with him, and do something crazy and went viral. That was the meal ticket out of here. But because I didn't do that, I chose to take another route. That's why he said he couldn't get in character. He wanted me to antagonize oh, yeah. him. Okay. That's what he wanted because he's a character. He's he's a comedian. Well, in the end, I believe you won. I mean, like you 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 caught a lesson out of that, and I've seen yeah. you. As of lately, you've been doing some viral stuff, some recent viral stuff, man. You you gotta don't flip shit over in here, right? Don't flip <laughs> <shit over> here. <laughs> I'm gonna lay you right beside it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just playing, but uh, the whole Mozzie flipping shit over thing, man. What what is that, man? Oh man, it's uh, it started off as something bad. Cause you know, okay, kind of quick temper a little bit, like you know what no, I'm saying. Not you. I wish this spoon was sharp right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, part two of my killer spree. <laughs> you know, but not. Uh, you know, uh, you know, a guest got disrespectful at the mouth. You know, and uh, I kind of flipped the table over to make opportunity in the space. Okay, if there is a problem, you know what I'm saying. And, you know, most people that was watching, oh, is it fake? Is it real? Or yo, the table wasn't even in his way. The the, the table was not in my way. The whole point of me flipping the table is because I wanted to create space. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So don't get to flipping the table. The table didn't flip on him. It flipped, period. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, I had to control my temper on that one. And, um, you know, old buddy kept asking, were we straight? I was like, nah, we good. And I told him, I said, listen, I'm going to show you how to market. <laughs> and you rolled away. And I rolled away. This is how you market. But unfortunately, he couldn't, you know, he didn't know how to really attack See, when you interviewing somebody and you you book me to interview you, that means I now owe you a service. Yeah. So I have to give you something that's, you know, content marketable. You know what I'm saying? If you can market this content to what you pay for, you're getting your money's worth. Facts. So a lot of these artists, they get interviewed and you don't even post a shit. So you're not getting your money's worth. So now that's why you're saying, I don't even know why I paid. Well, I don't know why you did either because you got, you got marketable content or whatever. You can run this back. You mm -hmm. you can you you can show this to other folks and then go after interviews where you get paid. Like exactly, want to see you exactly. So that's what that's exactly what I thought about the flipping the table shit. I'm like, you know what? Let's turn this into something. <clears throat> excuse me, something positive. So yeah, so and I started getting known by you know I went to Walmart. This kid was like, oh, you that dude that flip tables, and you know, hey, you want to be in the skit? Put you in the skit You know what I'm saying Let's do it Let's show that I am Entwining with the community And um Last night I was doing an interview At uh Shout out to Mama D's Chicken and Waffles Over there on Ramsey Street You know what I'm saying They right in the parking lot Of Big Locks And uh And uh Lowe's uh -huh. So if y'all want some good Chicken and waffles Go on down there To see uh 
My boy Todd But um, yeah So he was sitting down As I was interviewing somebody And then we went to a little break And uh, I guess one of the um, One of the uh, artists Was like Yo um, Oh y'all ain't got no more Something Something and he, something, something like a Wing sauce uh-huh. And um, They was like uh, Nah we ain't got no more So the owner was like Hello what you say she was like, oh, we y'all ain't got no more wing sauce. He was like, what you mean we ain't got no more wing sauce and flip the table? <laughs> but he was doing it because he wanted to be set up like that. Okay. But it showed me like, damn, maybe that was really impacting people. I mean, like, it, it, it's a thing, man. People like trends and stuff. People will follow trends. Like, let's take something like the ceiling challenge. Who started that? I ain't mad that you did. I swear I ain't mad, boy. It's been going off, though. Yeah. But, like, damn, that's a good challenge. Anyway, <laughs> you putting this, you putting the phone on the ceiling, and, and doing what? Just dancing, busting it open. <laughs> they, they been on there busting it open. So this ceiling challenge is only for women. I, I shit, I would hope so. Yeah. Man, I don't want to see no niggas busting it open, nigga. I'm shit. Oh, I ain't know that's what it was doing. Yeah, like they'll put the phone on the ceiling and they get bored. Yeah, go to work. The things I've seen, and the, the teens I've seen, man. <laughs> But you know That's like a whole trend And like folks are doing it Yeah uh, What else was a trend Well shit man I, I ain't about to sit here And la- name no list of trends That folks were doing But like this stuff started And it became viral And folks started doing stuff Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah So now I like doing comedy skits You like doing comedy skits Yeah now? Comedy skits You know cause comedy skits Is kind of you know Kind of polishing me Trying to be uh you know, I want to start acting. Okay. I, I want to start getting into that lane now. Oh, okay. So it's making you kind of well rounded with like basically your all out performance. Entertainment, period. Entertainer. Okay. You know, uh, you had any acting opportunities at your desk or anything? Yeah, I did have uh, acting opportunity with Lil Zane. You know what I'm saying? Um, in Atlanta, it was uh, it was this movie for uh, what is it? The uh, the uh, Wu Tang Saga. Oh yeah. Yeah. So. Um, it's supposed to be going on in you know uh, next year, but uh, it was just an opportunity, man. I know things like that. It's a process. It take time, you know. And then still, me trying to develop my relationship with Lil Zane, you know. Okay. Because yeah. I think he's a resource. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like he, he's he's embedded in the industry as much as people might not recognize. Yeah, want to recognize exactly. He still got a footprint in this industry, mm-hmm. and he still got connections in this industry. So. Yeah, see, like, R. Kelly would never go back and be like that. No. You know what I'm saying? So. What was it like? Okay, you had went to Cleveland a little while back. Like, and you mentioned the name Lil Zane. So, just watching him perform, was it like some nostalgia type stuff? Or was he performing the old stuff? Or was he doing the new stuff? That's the problem. He did all new stuff. Oh, so it was, hot. It was probably kind of hard to connect to that because, like, bro, I know you from such and such. Well, people remembered people remembered him, and then plus, <laughs> like, you know, with the Nerve DJs, they was advertising that event at least three, four months. Okay. So when you getting advertised, but when those events going on, everybody is not booked right then. People get booked along the way. So I think Lil Zane got booked maybe like a month before the actual event, and. uh I don't know if that would give people enough time to remember who he was or people ain't going to do their research. If you don't know Lil Zane just off the name, you're going to be like, and a lot of these new these new people, they don't know Lil Zane. True that. So how, how did the crowd react when he popped out? I mean, when they said his name, like, give it up for Lil Zane. Like, nobody. Nobody. Oh, Lil Zane. Nah, nobody really, you know. 
So it was I, it was the opposite of when when you went and saw Trick Daddy and Juvenile and all. Oh, absolutely! <laughs> you had Juvenile. Hey, you say what? <laughs> and he really started his, his his concerts off like that. Okay. So it was lit because I interviewed him right before he was going on stage. And when I went, and the funny thing is, shout out to my boy Jordan. He was there with me too. Um, when I went inside of Juvenile's um, dressing room. He had all all the food like on the side of the room. It, it was fruits, it was chicken or whatever. And, uh, eating juvie food, yeah, man. with a backpack. Nah, he was he asked. He was like, y'all, y'all can take what y'all want to take. I was just so worried about getting the so anxious to get the interview. And uh the interview was dope. So you was eating juvie food, uh. Yeah. <laughs> you the one took all the peanuts at the bowl. Uh. Yeah. Then right after his interview, uh the battery went on like one percent. And I started cursing Jordan now. <laughs> like, yo, are you, can you let this motherfucking phone you die? get off my guy, man. Yeah, I'm like, nigga, I'm about to interview MJG and A-Ball. I need this motherfucker. Oh, you went ballistic. Yeah. <laughs> then you got Trick walking through. You know? Motherfucker want to try? Come see? Yeah. Here. <laughs> Special guest appearance from Bucky McGee over there. What the fuck is y'all doing back here? Interview, man. <laughs> what the fuck is y'all interviewing? We talking, man. We chopping it up. You see that? That's what happens, America. Yeah. You know, my man yeah. in there watching season two. Bitch ass niggas coming in. in, 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 in. <laughs> man, you know, get the hell out of my face. <laughs> you know I used to fuck with that shit. Throw it in my water. Listen, Molly Gullis. I ain't fucking with it. <laughs> Last time I got something from you, I told him to pull over. <laughs> pull over. Pull over. I don't care. I need I some need water. water. Hell yeah. <laughs> Anybody, they gone. <laughs> I was gone. Word up. That's, it's always good when your neighborhood dope dealer come over and ask you a weird ass question while you're doing the interview. <laughs> Don't don't disrespect your neighborhood dope dealer. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna need them tomorrow. You gonna need them tomorrow. Yeah. You gonna have half your light bill money, but enough for an eighth. Okay. <laughs> and then you gonna get the eighth and an extension. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's real nigga shit. <laughs> That's right. But at any rate, you know, just like, when did you stop getting starstruck? Hell, I don't think I ever was. You don't think you ever was? It wasn't like you, one of these folks you talked to or met. Well, you, it was just like, oh, shit. I would say you've been around through all the celebrities. So, like, what celebrity do you remember that I, like, one of the first celebrities that I interviewed? Because you've been around since all of them. I mean, shit. It is, it's a lot. I know the one that, that well, it's two that really stuck out to me early in the beginning. <clears throat> Just because of the era of hip hop uh, I've been through, Kid Capri, mm-hmm. Jazzo. Now the Murder Mook joint was lit for me. Enes was lit for me. Uh, Omar Gooden was dope. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just, it's a plethora, man. I'm just naming like a, a handful of folks that that kind of jump to mind now. But it, it's been a few like, well, how, well, damn. I'm even like, how the fuck is this nigga talking to this motherfucker? Well, like. Far as starstruck, I probably was. You know what I mean? Just probably amazed of who I was speaking with at the time, like Kid Capri. But, you know, if you go back and watch the interview, I kind of was a little nervous, but I wasn't as good as I am now and then, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, And then, my, you know, my questions got better. So at that point in time, I guess it was just me on the bracelet still trying to stay consistent. Bet, bet. Yeah. Determination over fear. Yeah. 
Well, that's dope, though, man. I mean, like, you have, you have a... Like I said, you have a wide list of celebrities that you made connections with or whatever. How far... Like, even some of the early ones, do you still stay connected and make that connection and branch out through that? Of course. Okay. Of course. That's... Because they're going to take me to somebody else. Mm. Especially if I had a good interview with them. You know what I'm saying? You, When, when someone like Headcrack, I interviewed him, had a great interview... And when somebody at that top level that be around a lot of radio jocks hit you back after the interview and say, "Yo, you you do a good job. You uh, let's work." To me, that's a, that that starstrucks me right there. Okay, like okay. okay, damn, like he was amazed how he do interviews. So that means I can be on his show, co-hosting. You nice. know what I mean? So, yeah. Just people seeing something in you and, and even kind of giving you some inspiration along the way. Like, hey, bro, you doing good or whatever. Yeah. They pat on the back. That's always good to hear. Yeah, facts. It's, but well, depending on the place. Depending on the place. Yeah. I say it's, it's depending on it. Because a lot of people will tell you that but don't have your best intentions at hand. I feel that. So they, they, they might it might be them well wishes, but their hate still real, though. Yeah. <laughs> uh uh-uh. So I mean, depending on the place, yeah, that is good. But that that's at anybody's discretion that's receiving that. Correct. So let's see here. We've tackled some subjects. We we, we talked about possible acting career. Mm-hmm. So okay, fuck it. We'll get into that. Like, what roles would you be open to, or whatever, as far as acting? Uh, you know, I would want a, a wide variety of roles. That I can, I would want people to tackle and watch me, and you know what I'm saying. I would play a musician on one. <laughs> you know what I mean? That would be for sure because I, I, it's already in me. True. That. So I can play that role. Uh, of course, a gangster role. Everybody want a gangster role. Hey, that, that, it, it would be kind of stereotypical to put you in. One, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you know, just like when I interviewed Linnell I said, "Oh yeah, we remember you from Boondocks," and she was like, "You did have to pick the black show." <laughs> I said, "Damn!" She said it on live. I said, "Damn!" Yeah, I you mean, know? like that. That, but that's that's what's influential. That's that's what our memories are tuned to, and that's how we do it. She kind of wanted me to name the the voiceover she was doing with Adam Sandler. Well, yeah, that was major too. I mean, Adam Sandler, major in Hollywood, big footsteps in Hollywood. So, I would have wanted you to mention that too. Yeah, talk about my white friends. <laughs> yeah, and I think I was starstruck on hers. I fucked that interview up in the beginning But I, I hung in there And I brought it back <laughs> To where it made her happy Okay First fuck up I didn't introduce her I tried to get her to introduce herself She was like Uh uh-uh, uh hell no I'm not I'm not introducing myself She could've got Man. off the live But she didn't she, she just You know She wanted to see If see I could grab her Yeah Run it back yeah, And I did But yeah She taught me a valuable so lesson So what was the second fuck up? Um, the second fuck up I asked about her marriage Ooh, And shit. she ain't even married to do no more Damn boy But nobody knew That she had got a divorce either This was all recent Oh whatever. So she was married one year And then the next year By the, by the time I, I interviewed her She won't marry mm. She ain't getting your ass About that bitch On the live she did She was like Yo is we here to talk about You know um, My ex-husband We are still good friends But are we here to talk about Lennell 
I oh, said, shit. I said, I said, yeah, we here to talk about Linnell. Let me get right to it. So basically, that was a lesson for you. Hell yeah, I was. You know what the people were saying on live? Oh, poor baby, give him a chance. That's what they were saying. I'm like, damn, I I could have got discouraged. So you know what? Let me hang up this live. I'm sorry, <laughs> but that would have been the dumbest mistake ever in my life if I would have did that. So I had to roll with the punches. I'm saying, you, and you came out successful in the end and shit. Absolutely. Okay. okay. Ines interview. Hell, I ain't know what to do in his interview because the way he was coming with his energy. Boy, he had a lot of energy on that interview, man. That interview was fucking hilarious. Next question. Next question. Come buy my cheesecake. <laughs> I said, well, uh, that's going to wrap it up for us, man. <laughs> you know? That interview was only like 15 minutes. It was. It was an in and out. Like, shit, it, it seemed like it was longer than that because of the way it was going. Yeah. But I, I I didn't even realize like the interview was about fifteen minutes. Yeah, Murder Mook was drunk on his. <laughs> what are you gonna do? <laughs> what are you gonna do? <laughs> that interview was over an hour. <laughs> he was drunk. Man, but like Mook had a good interview too, man. I mean the 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 in depth insight and shit he, he, he gave us as far as like the battle rap world and stuff was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, uh. So locally. Cause I know you, just about every local artist we we know them. We we sat down in some form of, of of some type with them. What's one of your most memorable local, and not the most, but just one of your most memorable local interviews? The one with Prada Louie during Christmas time of last year, <laughs> and and fucking Nympho came over there tried to steal my damn show. <laughs> That's the most memorable one. I was mad as hell. <laughs> Shout out the boy because <laughs> Nympho was drunk. He was lit, and you and you know he's a good guy. You but you can't take over my show, Nympho. though. You can't take over my show. It's Nympho, man. Let him take over the show. Don't do Nympho like that. Nympho said. Nympho said, and that's real talk. <laughs> I said, but we on the rise, though. <laughs> like, Hold on, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. yeah, don't forget. <laughs> Shout out to Nympho, man. Shout out to the boy Nympho, man. Real talk. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's dope, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, even, too, man, like a lot of people don't know, you had a little stint that's like, I, I'm going to call it a club manager. Yeah. I had, how, did, how did that go and what did you learn from that? <laughs> <laughs> and we ain't even got to get to none of the saucy details. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was uh, it was very hard, very difficult uh, to manage a club. You got to deal with different personalities and just, you know, if you ain't never ran a club before, you got to learn a lot of stuff, how important selling liquor is. Yeah, you know yeah. what you can't do with having a cup of liquor outside, or even what time you open matters. You know what I'm saying? The time of day and just putting in that grind at that at that club, it's a lot of work. You just can't think. You just going to jump at it and tackle it. Then you got to have some money into it too. Oh yeah, you definitely got to have some funds into it. You got to have the funds into it. Like even drawing people in is it's it's a process that the, it's gonna cost. Right. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, just even watching you do that, I'm like, how? how you know, it wasn't for you, and right. I knew it wasn't for you, but you, you you kept at it. I mean, because I, I think that's what everybody should do when you when you, how do you know something work or don't work if you don't keep at it? And, you know, and I made it work for my situation. 
Okay. You know, I got an event out of it. You know what I'm saying? That was a dope event. 910919 was very dope. But like yeah. I did, yeah, but I did get something. You know, uh, I learned a lot from it and I learned to never take my ass down to another club and try to manage it. <laughs> but you know, um, I even, we was doing podcasts and then, and that night it was, shit was looking good. Yeah. It was dope, yeah. you know, but it didn't last long, but you know, we still got content out of it and, um, I still had some good nights laughing, laughing and yeah. I mean, we had know. fun up in there, man. Yeah. I mean, all in all, the the total mission might have been a fail, but like what we got out of it was pretty good. Exactly. I'm thankful with that. I'm good with that. <laughs> I'm good with that. Just keep it raining. Rainy, exactly. <laughs> oh shit, man, that's dope, man. So you got you got an event coming up, right? Yeah, Christmas and waffles. Christmas and waffles. Okay, yeah. talk to. Me. So Christmas and Waffles, man, it's just going to be like a little friendly event for local artists. Come on out. You know, uh, my man tied down at Mama D, he's going to be uh, having some free waffles. <laughs> you know, I uh, got the tour and food drive. You can bring, feel free to bring some toys. Feel free to bring some food. Canned food is what we asking. You know, uh, but we'll take what you got. <laughs> now don't come up there with a pan of a uh, chip. We, oh, we're gonna bust that over and eat that there. <laughs> but then that may take away from time. <laughs> somebody, <laughs> somebody gonna show up with a, with a, a pan of freezed yam. I see that. He can say, Mozzie, what is this? I'm gonna say, I don't know. It is a food and two. It's a toy drop. <laughs> you got some hot sauce. <laughs> Oh, but man. you know, uh DJ Ducks on uh Dutch on the ones and twos. Um you know, um I just want the artists to come enjoy themselves and I just want to have a dope event, you know, and giving uh dope restaurants some dope exposure. Okay. So yeah. Okay, bet chicken and waffles. <laughs> Christmas and waffles. Oh Chris- Christmas and waffles, I'm sorry. Absolutely. Jingle balls. Yeah. <laughs> grab a grab no, well. Grab a handful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. People digging it though. The Black Jewel, they um, they party got canceled, so that whole crowd is you know is investing into the Christmas and waffles. So I'm, oh, okay, that's I'm dope. good with that. That's they dope. posted it, so I'm like, I appreciate y'all. Okay, that's dope. Shout out for that, man. That ain't yeah. bad right there. Fayetteville, maybe y'all do love me. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> what you think you'll get no love in the Ville? Man? Nah, I don't think I get no love in the Ville. Man. How, bro? The, the Ville don't love me. The Ville love what they see. Alright man. They don't love me though, you know. You know I ain't even gonna get into this shit with you. <laughs> and you know, because the Deville love me, like when I go out somewhere, that you know, hey, it's Mozzie. What's up, Mozzie? You know what I'm saying? I get that. Man, they don't even do that for the niggas that's known. That's what I'm saying. I've been in places where, um, I've been in places where people act like they they see me and act like they don't even damn see me. I'm like, damn. Well, you know, maybe that's good. Well, you might. Well, at this level that you you're rising to, they might think you're unapproachable. See, let's let's go ahead and clear that up right there. Now, I recently went to uh, the Big Apple with Dutch on a Thursday night. And when I went in there, when we left out of there, leaving for the night, Dutch said, Mozzie, why was you over there in the corner and people and people looking at you like you're not approachable? Exactly. I'm chilling. I'm, I'm you know, relaxed. I'm, you know. Now here we go. Your percep- perception is going to be 100% truth. If you shade yourself off in a corner somewhere, why am I gonna go over there to that corner? I don't know what you over there for. Then what do you think Jay would do? Shave his way in a, into a corner. Jay gonna have a section. Exactly. Like so, like you should have had a section. Then nigga, if you want, I mean, if you gonna be that unapproachable, at least make some boundaries. 
it wasn't I was trying to be un, un, unapproachable. It was just, you know, I ain't really come there to network or politic. I came there with my man because he needed to go there. So I kind of like rode along and then I'm like, where we going? Then we pull up, at the, pull up at the Big Apple. I wasn't even dressed like I wanted to be dressed. But did you get any flat going in the Big Apple? You know, we got history. Oh, nah. Uh, Will had seen me and I was like, what up, Will? And went on about my business. Oh, okay. He yeah. said, "Anybody you get out of here? Nah, right now. Nah, he let me in for free, and because Will, Will, you can't deny the relationship and 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 the exposure I was bringing. The, everything I had at the Big Apple was successful. Okay, so he came, um, and you was there for every event. So I mean, there's nothing that he can say far as on a on that type of level. But when you try to fuck me over, I'm gonna let it be known. Nah, not you. Yeah, I wouldn't even think you'd act like that." I've never seen you act like that. Shit. Yeah, well. <laughs> it, it's a thousand stories I could tell y'all. <laughs> but I, I don't think it's... Give show, one story. Give one. Think, just give one. I don't think this show appropriate. And I don't want you looking at this guy different. <laughs> man. Give one. I ain't got one, man. Okay. I, I, I choose not to disclose that information. I understand. Might be some kids listening. <laughs> uh, uh. So Christmas and waffles coming up, rolling into a new year, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Biggest thing I think happened to you this year when you made On the Rise TV LLC. Yeah. So when you, once you gained that ownership of it, I think that was like one of the most major things for you. What was that whole process like? Learning it. Mm. A lot of work, you know what I'm saying, and uh, like I said, none of this shit is easy, especially when it comes to business, man. You're gonna go through it when it comes to business, and people are gonna try to get over on you because you don't know the business. But if you hang in there and stay consistent, like you stay consistent with everything else, eventually you're gonna learn it. Well, yeah. here we go. The biggest thing with business is gonna be education, not necessarily you going to school education, but you educating yourself on whatever the business it is. is yeah. you're in. Mm-hmm. If you are. If you're a coffee salesman, it, it would probably behoove you to go learn a, a whole bunch about coffee. Yeah. Even the coffee you don't sell. Mm-hmm. So, like, education, man, that, that's the heaviest thing as far as business goes. Yeah. What would you think the biggest thing as far as entertainment that I've done this year? If you do a recap. Uh, Kodak and Black. Kodak Black and Friends concert. That was at the top of the year. Uh, I think that was a good kickoff to the year. Um, a lot of momentum was gained with that whole with just that hosting that event there that concert yeah masterfully hosting that concert I mean so like I, I think that was uh, that was probably one of your biggest achievements and probably that was the start of the attraction of success for you yeah but right before that I interviewed Charleston so I mean Charleston was, was like the, mi- the mix to the cake that Kodak Black and Friends was some icing. And whatever mm-hmm. you've been doing thus far has been sprinkles. I had a chance to host at the you know Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. That was big. Cherry on top. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I did all right. Mm-hmm. I did all right. But 2024, it only get crazy. You think you're going to top everything you did in 23 and 24? Hell Yeah. <laughs> Coming off at the top of the year. Okay. You got the busy 
if you go back and look at all the three years that I've been successful consistently, you would see that at the top of the year, I gained momentum and somehow, some way, keep that momentum rolling all the way to the last month of the year. Okay. You know? Uh, and the interviews help you. They just got to They just gotta matter. It's got to make sense. Yeah. Got to make it make sense. <laughs> yes, sir. Okay. So even... Because a lot of this stuff, you need a team to perform a lot of this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So how instrumental has it been having a team and then some team members fall off? You gain new ones, like that whole roller coaster of like having a team. Um. Well, when you have a team, you got to know if that team is going to be there for, you know, what makes sense, what matters, you know. Then you got team members that fall off. I mean, you just got to know what they falling off for, you know what I mean? And and everybody got to everybody have a right to do what they feel is right or do what they feel is best for them, you know. Um if you got good team members, keep them, you know, and and do right by your team members, man. And uh, let the egos go. True that. It'd be the egos, you know. And, you know, people, they get in position and, you know, people are just rock that position. But, you know, but yeah, the team is always good to have. We just got to know how to, everybody got to play their own part and make yeah. a team. Yeah, everybody got a stake in that thing. When you got a team, it, it, it's a, everybody has a stake in it. Some people's stake might not be the biggest stake in it. Some people's imbi- uh, intentions aren't the biggest intentions for it. Right. But team nonetheless, all these gears turn this machine. Uh, 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 uh. And you ain't even know it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, man. Anything else you want the people to know or, or? Nah, y'all just you know go grab some popcorn and sit down and uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know keep watching. Uh, stay tuned for the Super Bowl. You know. <laughs> um, and um, yeah, keep living life, Shit, man. Was at the Super Bowl last year, wasn't he? Damn, this year. Oh, this year, in February. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I was a <laughs> keep forgetting. Yeah, shit. I was in Arizona. You know what I'm saying? And uh, it was uh, that was a great trip. Okay. Stayed in the mansion for about five days. <laughs> the last day, of the, the last day of the stay, two bitches. They all came and we couldn't get them bitches to leave. <laughs> so we left the bitches there with the owner. <laughs> and I know he was good with that. You know? Like, yeah, yeah. Y'all go ahead. I got, I got this. Yeah. I kick him out. Yeah. I'm like, damn, these bitches taking up where I sleep. Damn. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, you know, and going with a group, other group of people, you know, uh, soon as you get in there, everybody grabbing the rooms. You know, I, I, I was staying in the theater room. <laughs> you stayed in the theater. Yeah, room. turn on some Walking Dead and, you know, big ass theater. <laughs> what is it? A hundred inch, inch screen. Fuck it, you know, and it was laid out nice, man, and, and the owner was good, but you know, in Arizona, we legal, so it was just like smoking the entire time. Oh lord, yeah, and you and you know, I don't really dip and dab with smoking <laughs> like that, but you know, it was a good trip. High as giraffes, pussy. I swear, man, <laughs> you don't want to be that high. I don't see how Snoop do it. Well, shit, man, when it's already in your system, motherfucker, you used to it. Yeah, like being immune to it, ain't it? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I, man, I know I can't do it. I can't do it. Yeah. You can't be that high. Nah. Shit, I don't, sometimes I don't even like being a little high. 
It's kind of like, how does it make you feel? Like, it feels kind of different, right? Man, that shit feel like, I get tired, man. It's like, damn. Or either I just try, I just really probably just, let me sleep this shit off. Yeah. I'm good for about an hour till my mouth start getting dry and I start getting hungry. And then I got to take a nap. You eat and then you can take a nap. You damn straight. Now, yeah. if, I, if I'm out in public, I fight through it. <laughs> but, but you I, can tell I'm ready to go home. Yeah. You be like, my holly job. Don't fuck around with me. Hey, man, I got to put something in my car real quick. What's that, my ass? <laughs> <laughs> my whole ass. Have you seen yourself do that before? Yeah. Like, yo, I, I be. I get ghost on. <laughs> hey, don't let him be at the house. You <laughs> let me get too fucked up at that. I'm going to use the bathroom. Bitch, yeah. I'm in that back room laid out. You tell the nigga, yo, I'm about to go to the car. I'll be right back. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? My nigga, I'm going to the car real quick. My nigga, I'll be right back. My yeah, nigga. Uh, I'll be right back. I'll be right back, my nigga. <clears throat> two hours later, here I come. Shout out to, <laughs> shout out to Big Cass because Cass did a lot of work this year, too. Yeah, Cass been, Cass been putting. Tooth the nail, man. <laughs> That's like, a damn show. I, every time I look up, Cass got like some new shit out. Yeah. I'm like, damn, when did he do this? Cass, man. But then you see him, he looks so relaxed, like he ain't doing <laughs> shit. And then, like, you look up, this nigga got like major interviews yeah. with niggas green screen in the background. I'm like, yo. Yeah. When the fuck did this nigga do this? Shout out that boy, Cass, man. He yeah. ill. He ill. Big Cass. Uh, uh, another nigga that's been working hard this year, man. The boy Diddy, the boy Diddy. Yeah, he been he been going no, out. No, not P Diddy. Not P Diddy. But Shug sure. Diddy. Yeah, <laughs> he been he been he been that like like his show said he been grinding the grinding for attainment. Yeah, he won't stop, can't stop. <laughs> Who else you think been working hard this year? Ah, uh, shit. Let me think, man. It's it's, it's it's a plethora of people, man. What about Mac the Black Sheep? Oh, yeah. Mac is... Oh, wee. That boy has been... Boy. That boy has been everywhere. Mac the Black Sheep is tough, man. Not only one of my... He in my top five North Carolina artists, man. That's what's up. Like, Mac is... He just a different type of breed, man. I'm telling you, he's tough. Um, Who else been going hard? Shit, everybody been going hard. You know what? You know what's crazy though? Like the local scene has been quiet this year. You know, like last year, motherfucker, we was all outside. There's always something going on. What would you think the reason for that? There's a lot of ki- it was a lot of deaths this year. <clears throat> it's always a lot of deaths around here. Man, we living in a war zone. Well, I, I ain't even gonna blame no death. There's always an RIP going on every day around here. So who was like? If you remember, see, that's what I'm saying. If you remember back in the good old days when we had them artists come through, like Uno came through with his little niggas, they was lit. Yeah. Some of them artists coming through from um, the Lumberton, they was lit, and it's like that's what I'm saying. I, I don't, I'm, I didn't see, I didn't see a lot of that this year. Who was you expecting to see that from? Everybody. I mean, like you got to figure, man. I, I'm, I'm gonna say last year, even though Fayetteville been outside. We was all outside with each other last year, man. Whether it be love, hate, or, or, or the event, Who's or whatever. Who, give me a few names. I'm not giving you no names. I'm saying <laughs> Fayetteville, man. I don't have to just Fayetteville. Yeah, I don't have, I'm not specifically naming anybody. Yeah, it was just like shit. You look up. We having an on the rise TV show. We interviewing one person. About several other people show up and they artists. Yeah. And then what always happens It'll turn into like a, a freestyle session or something mm-hmm. Everybody getting drunk 
Yeah, you ain't seen none of that this year. So like that's what I'm saying. I don't know where the decline was at or, or whatever. Like what people Fairville, didn't people didn't Fairville. have people didn't have platforms. Who was letting everybody do that? Well, damn, we gave you enough of the blueprint that everybody should start their own platform. It wasn't. You don't need much. You don't have to do much. Start your platform. Stop waiting for people to start one for you. Like, yeah. shit, even this. I don't even do this often. I just do this when I feel like it. A couple of upgrades to it now, but like, shit, I'm still that guy. Yeah. Uh, you have it upgraded. So you're saying it's lack of platforms? Yeah, I, I would, that's definitely, you know, one of the reasons. So who, who quit? <laughs> I, I, when did it get started? It had been started. Like shit, we was all out there. We, we it was it was you, pandemics, ready for takeoff. Uh even me here and there. Like a lot of people, uh, let's kick it two nine five, <laughs> shit like that. Then it's like y'all niggas yeah, turn but the you, noise off. Yeah, but you wasn't going to some of those platforms and besides mine's yours or the pandemics. Let's kick it. They wasn't rapping like that up there. Nah, it ain't about rapping, but like we was we was aware of each other. We knew like you just did five songs with such and such. Yeah, I see where you're going. So it, it, it's not even about like the rapping and everything else. It's, it's about the unity for me, like or at least seeing a motherfucker pop out or meeting the artists from Lumberton and shit. Like, well, damn, I didn't even know they had this in Lumberton. Yeah, what I'm saying, man, that shit died down. I guess y'all looking at me to single-handedly bring it back. Yeah. Nah, we wait shout, for you. Shout out the boss. Don't shout me out. <laughs> I'm just a guy. Shout out the boss, man. Anyway, why this nigga's over here lying? Nah. <laughs> well, you know what, man? We, I guess we can wrap it up right here, man. Talk to the fans, man. Tell them where to find and follow you at. Reiterate anything you got going on, man. Just talk to them. Yeah. Well, y'all know y'all can find me on Instagram, MozzieBracken18. Look me up on Facebook, Maserati Santana, YouTube, on the Rise TV. Uh, just tap in with me. Make sure y'all come out for Christmas and Waffles, December 16th, starting at 6 p.m. Uh, we're going to be at Mama D's Chicken and Waffles. Uh, just keep paying attention to the platform, man. It's only going up from here. Uh, I still got some dope uh, interviews coming up. And shout out to Uncle Boss, you know what I mean, allowing, allowing me to be on this platform and talking my shit, you know what I mean? So, yeah, y'all just stay tuned, man. We got some good shit going. Well, you heard him, man. A lot of good shit going. Uh, so, okay. So, the uh, Christmas and the Waffles. Um, the local orders tap into you or whatever. And yeah, just hit that number on that flyer. Okay, bet. Tap in. He done gave you the social media. You know, the flyers all over the social media. He done, gave, he done even gave you the location of the place to be. On, and that's on the 15th, right? 16th. 16th. Mm-hmm. So, y'all already know what it is, man. It's your boy. And I'm out. Sucker free. Bitch. Bitch.